Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode with your host, Candice, here in the Butterfly Cocoon podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how I embrace my new mom bod, and I'm going to go in a deep detail on my weight journey, and then we're going to dive into body culture, and then we're going to wrap it up by talking about how you can change your mindset when it comes to your mom bod. Hi. I'm Candace, and this is the Butterflies Cocoon podcast, the show where you will hear personal, honest, and inspiring stories from a mom of two boys who's an advocate for women empowerment, uses beauty as therapy, and a believer of positivity and mental health. We'll learn how to embrace the challenges you may go through as a mom, encourage you to take those chances, and blossom into your own butterfly. It has taken me over a decade to really start to accept my mom body. From stretch marks, saggy skin, emergency surgeries, and of course a fupa, it was hard for me to really look at myself in the mirror and not see something that has gone through both physical and mental pain. Ever since I was about 13 years old, I remember myself being weighing at 115 pounds give or take a few here and there, but as a teenager, I was a pretty much stick figure. I had no tits, I had no ass, I had bushy eyebrows, I dressed like a tomboy, I hated wearing dresses, even though I had to wear them when we went to church on Sunday, but you know, I was the typical tomboy of the group of girls that I would hang out. Everyone would pretty much be wearing heels and crop tops and wearing makeup, whereas I was like, I'm good with the t-shirts, I'm good with the baggy sweats, the sneakers, the dunks, as I used to call them back in the day. And that was pretty much how I was growing up until I got my first pregnancy at the age of 21. When I became pregnant, there wasn't really a lot of information as there is now about weight and how to really take care of yourself. And there was definitely not a lot of information out there for moms on how to really have a healthy pregnancy. So for me, when I got pregnant, I kind of had this mindset, if I'm pregnant, then I'm just going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Like, regardless of what anybody says, regardless what happens, I'm pregnant, I'm growing another human being in my body. And so God willing, if I want to have half a carton of ice cream or some freaking bag of chips or anything that would cause more sugar gain, I was like, yellow. <laughs> YOLO, I am going to be eating that and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. Well, was I wrong on that aspect? Once I gave birth to my son, I weighed at 200 pounds on the freaking weight tracker clock thing, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I weighed at a whopping 200 pounds. My son was born at seven pounds and I honestly don't know how I got to be so big after pregnancy. And like I said it earlier, I started at being 115 pounds to all the way to 200 pounds. That was a big shocker, not only for me to become a new mother, but also looking at myself in the mirror and seeing, okay, I have these huge ass tits. My freaking arms are insanely huge. I have this big ass belly. Like I can't even see my vagina. Like where the fuck is that at? My legs are super big. Like 
it was just an eye opener for me. And I'm the kind of person like most things don't bother me. But what really bothered me the most is like I couldn't see my neck. I couldn't really see my facial features anymore. Like the reality set in for sure. Like once I gave birth to my son, like, no, girl, you literally gained a lot of freaking weight. And it is going to take a lot for you mentally and physically to get back to at least close to what you were. And I was completely right. 10 years ago, I went on Amazon and I researched um, postpartum pregnancy, you know, fit videos. And there was one video I remember, it was kind of like a boot camp routine. It looked freaking hard. And I remember it was freaking hard, but at the same time, it had like four different levels of where you can start, but then each level had like their own levels of difficulty, if that makes sense. So I pretty much worked through each level and I lost a whopping amount of weight just by that one DVD. Six days out of the week, I was eating healthier foods, lean meats, chicken, salads, all that jazz to help bring me back to the space mentally and physically on how I used to be before my pregnancy. So by the time my son was about one, I weighed at the amount of 140 to 130 pounds, give or take. And I was really loving my body. I got some curves. Now I got some titties. I got some ass. I'm looking a little bit like the rest of my family members because I was kind of like the odd one out of the group, not really having any ass or titties or anything like that. So I was feeling really confident in myself and I was really feeling more, a little bit more me, but just a little bit more me in a sense, but not bad me. You know what I mean? God, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> so I was really loving the new body. So I basically stayed in the weight of 130 to 140 all the way up until my second pregnancy with my son. And that pregnancy was a doozer. Let me just tell you, the minute I found out I was pregnant with him, I completely changed the way I did everything. I was drinking a lot more water, even though I really don't like water. I made sure that I was not eating a lot of sweets because I didn't want to have the same repeat as before. I didn't want to have the ability to gain. Um, and I was really just making sure I was taking the precautions on making sure that I don't get above a certain weight because it's not necessary for me to do that. If you ask Bay, he will tell you that I was all about eating more healthy. I was even eating things like beans and I hate beans. Like that's how much I was eating healthier to ensure that I wasn't going to be above or at 200 pounds. At least that was my thought process. The minute I got into the third trimester, I <laughs> we found out that my youngest was gaining a lot of weight but not bad weight. Like he was super healthy. He was just eating everything that I'm giving to him and not <laughs> wasting it at all and becoming a big chunker for me. Um, number two is I got into a really bad car accident at my third trimester and so bad that I had to get admitted to the hospital, which then triggered me having uh, preeclampsia because I'm gaining so much weight again on a rapid state. They're doing all these tests. They're saying, what are you eating? And I'm telling them, they're like, well, then why are you gaining so much weight? And I'm like, you tell me, Pimpin, because you're the doc. 
and it was a lot of trying to figure out what the heck is going on with me and they pretty much concluded that I was gaining so much weight and my youngest was gaining a lot of weight we decided to have the youngest a little bit early because of that they didn't want him to be over a certain amount of pounds me giving birth to him and he weighed at a whopping nine pounds on the clock he was a big boy he was a big boy I was a good big boy and then I landed at 200 pounds after giving birth again <laughs> do I need to say how like if like first of all thank you God for giving me a blessing baby he's healthy he's beautiful but I'm looking at me and I'm like man I literally was trying to do I was doing all the steps I was told to do and beyond by exercising and doing all these things be more active while I was pregnant and then I still ended up at 200 pounds after giving birth so at this point I'm looking at my body I'm like you're crazy like I just don't understand. I, just, I honestly just did not understand. And it was really frustrating because now I felt like I was repeating the same emotions mentally and physically of me having to re-love my body again. I had to re-being a mom after almost eight years. I have to relearn how to do all those things on top of learning my new body. I can't fit no clothes. I was literally wearing two XL pants just so that they can fit me that they're not so tight and they could be loose. I was wearing beige shirts and it was just kind of like, okay, I'm looking at my body. I'm feeling a little bit of body shaming myself. Like you're ugly, you're this, you're that, you know, putting those negative thoughts into my brain of how much I'm not instead of telling me how much I am. And it really did start to put this negative mindset on how I'm viewing my body. And that lasted for about a full year. I tried so hard within the first year to really bounce back like I did with my first pregnancy and that just was not in the cards. I definitely felt a little bit more depression and I felt a little bit more stress. Um, money was more stressful than it was back then. Um, our living situation, because we didn't know what we were doing, if we were staying, if we were moving and all those other things were happening around in our home environment. And there was just stress. It was just a lot of stress. And I I just did not appreciate my temple. I did not appreciate my mental state. Like I was definitely putting bad boundaries on myself to set myself for failure. And that is what leads us to our second topic, which is body culture. So body culture is something that is actually really brand new to me. I didn't really understand or knew that this was a term and not too long ago. And uh, I really wanted to talk about this on the podcast because I feel like once we open up that dialogue and we could talk about things that us as women moms um, really don't say out loud, it kind of opens up that that conversation of why is that and how can we change it or prevent it for the future, not only for ourselves, but for other people. So body culture is described and compared to bodily practices in a larger content of culture and society. Basically, we see body culture 24-7. We see it in movies, TV, commercials, fitness, social media, especially those last two, social media and fitness. And when we see so many images on how someone is a quote unquote supposed to look, it 
puts a perspective in our own mindset, like this image of this is who you're supposed to be. And then when you look at yourself in the mirror, you're saying to yourself, I don't look like this person at all. And then you start to think negative things about yourself. You think about how your body doesn't have that chisel or that skin tone or that cut. Or you look at a model or a mom and you see, you only see that her body on the outside looks good, but you don't really see the mom if she has a fupa or not, or if she has stretch marks or cellulite or anything like that to actually assume that she would be a <laughs> normal looking mom. And so when you see all these images and when you start to replay that in your mind throughout the day on how that your body itself does not match what you see on TV. So then you start to think that you yourself are ugly or unworthy or unfit or even with someone commenting on someone's photo and saying, oh, that person's fat or that person's ugly. You really start to kind of morph those ideas those negative ideas into your own mindset and you start to really put yourself on this pedestal that you aren't enough that your body isn't enough and you need to do these extreme things in order for you to look like this prime example is through fitness fitness is a great example of how it affected me tremendously on how I viewed myself and how I viewed my body how I viewed my mental state and how it affected me for a couple months. And I was like, this is, I can't, (laughs) I can't be like this because my body isn't made like this. It doesn't matter how many supplements you give me or powders or bars, or if I try certain things, I could probably look like that. But I'm also not at the point where I'm going to spend a trillion dollars on something when I can just really love my body. After my second pregnancy, I really wanted to try new things to kind of help me a little bit along the way and understanding my body a little bit more so that I can bounce back in a form of me doing it in a healthy way and not the rush way. So the two programs that I was actually doing on a regular basis was Tracy Anderson. She had a post-pregnancy workout DVD. I would do that on one day. And then on the other day, I would do YouTube videos on the channel called Jimra. And Jimra had a lot of variety of different exercises from Pilates to upper yoga, all that jazz. They have a whole ton of videos to choose from. And in between those two programs, I was eating healthy. I actually switched my diet to be more of a vegan. I was drinking a lot more water and less dairy. So that was a big change for me, just really trying to switch off the things that I used to eat to really eat healthy and focus on specific areas on my body so that I can lose the weight a lot faster, but on a safe, safer way. And then I started to get into this deep depression because I was looking at my tummy and I was really noticing that my tummy in its sense is a little bit different than it was before. And I started to do a little bit more research and I found out that I had this thing called diasis recti, which is basically rib separation and it sucks. 
it sucks. I that's all I can really say. <laughs> because every time I looked at my belly, I would see a the car accident. And then I would just see this long line and then like kind of like this kind of poofs rushing up and then there's my food pot. And I would just keep looking at it and be like, I'm trying so many different things. Why isn't this diocese recti going away? I started to get into this little depression stage, so I stopped working out because I felt like I'm working out all the time. I'm eating healthy. Like, why is this still happening? Like, why am I not getting rid of this fat? Like, what the heck? And at that time, I got a message from somebody on my Instagram saying that they thought I would be a good contender for this thing called Beachbody. And I was like, what the hell is Beachbody? Like, I don't even know what you're saying. And she basically gave me this whole rundown about how you can lose weight. And if you become a coach and you can work, you know, get money off of that and encourage other women to do it. And it's a business thing. But then at the same time, you get healthy and la, 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 la. And I got sucked into this diet culture experiment thing that they were doing to me because I after that I said yes and I begged my mom to send me money so that I can join this program which by the way is not cheap okay and so they sent me all these things and I'm like getting pumped with different information and images on how my body should look and how my body should be at this age and how it's not looking like this and I would have like people who I haven't even physically met on a conference call or anything messaging me and saying your body looks gross but they're part of the team, right? Like they're part of this diet culture that you're supposed to be looking a certain way. And I'm like, I can't, you, you, you dogging me down is not boosting me up. Like after a while, after like two months of it, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. I literally was putting so much effort into it. And like, like, I can't do this within two months. I was working out a lot and it was at least maybe twice a day because they kind of have you put in this, uh, I don't want to like talk shit about them. <laughs> so my main goal is not to talk and mess about Beachbody because it did provide me with some things as far as more nutrition information that I didn't know before. But the mindset that they gave the program and or the mindset that they put into these people was kind of like you're a slave driver for their program. And you have to post everything that you do and it only can be about fitness. So you can only post about food. You can only post a before and after or a shot of your stomach and how ugly it is or pick something that you don't like about yourself, like your arms or your butt, and then make them understand and feel like they know that where you're coming from. And it was kind of like body shaming me like they're constantly body shaming me but then saying oh you're doing a good job but then they'll also say you're not making any money for us so what's going on it was it was a weird situation and I literally felt like I was in this weird ass cult that I was supposed to be a certain way and look a certain way and do certain things and talk the way that they talk and like convince people to buy a product that they probably don't even freaking need it was just like this weird mind fuck and I was like I'm out I cannot do this beach body I cannot do any type of their promotions just because it was fucking me up and I didn't want to suscept people into that same mind frame of thinking because it wasn't doing me any good it was doing me harm along the way so after that debacle, <laughs> I decided to basically go back to what I was doing, but then I added more diocese recti exercises into my routine. And that's exactly what I've been doing ever since then. And that's been about a good year now.
throughout this whole entire journey of me figuring out my body and 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 really loving it for what it is um it's been a it's been a weird depressing but awarding situation for me where as I loved my body at 115 and then I got pregnant being at 200 pounds and then me having to put myself in a more positive mindset to lose the weight so then I'm at 130 to 140 pounds for about eight years I get pregnant again I am 200 pounds again after giving birth and then 140 weight again and really just loving the journey that I've come to. I know I am not perfect. I know my body is not perfect, but I fucking love my body. Like I have stretch marks on my ass. I have stretch marks on my stomach. I still have a little bit of a fupa and my diocese recti isn't going anywhere. But I also love the fact that my arms look fucking bulk because every time I go somewhere and I'm holding on to the kids or the groceries, they're like, Dan, you look strong. And I'm like, you bet your ass I am. But I just love the way that my body was able to be at a certain starting point, create two human beings, okay? And then I'm able to lose the weight that I gained by having the two babies and then still looking at myself in the mirror and saying, you're fucking hot. Like, I'm really loving my mom bod. Like, every time I leave this house and I'm not with my kids, I get hit on all the time. And I'm like, I still got it. Like, I'm still that bitch. Like, thank you, confidence. Thank you, positive mindset of me changing the way that I think about myself to really embrace the things that I do have. And then really loving that to the fullest. To me, the best way that you can embrace your mom bod is to change your mindset on how you talk about your mom bod. If you're talking to yourself in a negative way, like, ugh, look at this, or ugh, why do I have that, or ugh, why can't you just go away, or screw that. Don't have that mindset. Instead of having that negative mindset and thinking that your body is worthless, Think about your body and how much it was a vessel for you to create another human being. Think about how much you have tried doing certain things. And maybe it's just a learning of what techniques you're doing or what type of exercises really brings out your energeticness to really pump out that energy to lose the weight. Or think about the way how you would want to be talked about when you were a kid. I think that's kind of much what really happened to me. I just kept looking at myself and saying, you know, when you were a kid, Candace, a lot of people told you you were ugly. A lot of people told you that your body is not hot. What did you say to yourself when you were young? And I would say to myself, you are beautiful. You are everything. You are everything. Your body is amazing. And it doesn't matter if a man or a woman doesn't like your body. You love your body because it's yours. And it makes you unique. Every feature that you have, every stretch mark that you got, every piece of cellulite, everything about you makes you you. And you got to change your mindset. I had to change my mindset to really look at myself in the mirror and say, you are fucking hot. You may have stretch marks on your ass, bitch, but goddamn, that ass is beautiful. You may have a fupa. But God dang it, if I can't hide that paw by wearing a little shaper here for tonight, I'm still good. Like, ain't nobody going to know if I have that or not. Like, embrace that. Embrace it. 
also to me, the minute you embrace it is the minute that no one else can make fun of you about it and it'll actually sting because you already know how much you love that body part of yourself or that area of yourself that if someone were to make a ding about it you would not have that affect you whatsoever it will go across your head and you will probably clap back at that person and say you should probably be looking at yourself not at me and making comments about what I look like I look beautiful I accept my body do you accept your body that is the minute that when you can do that that is the minute when you know that your mindset has changed completely for your body And some of the tools that I use to continue to keep with my body mindset is just telling myself little positive affirmations about my body, like what I do love about my body or what I love about this feature on my body. I also don't go ham on exercising unless I want to. I also take breaks if I want to. Like no one's telling me I have to do these things. This is all my own will if I want to do those things. And the more I want to do them, it's more fun and it's becoming more of like a hobby rather than a chore. I just want to really just let you guys know you're not alone when you sit there and you look at yourself and say, I used to be this. Instead of thinking that way, say I am this now and I could be that in the future. But right now in this present moment, I love my body. And I love my body because you fill in the blank. Because I feel like when you fill in that blank about how you love yourself or how you're looking at yourself, that's when that inner beauty of your own acceptance for you blossoms and also carries out to other people. Make sure that you are really paying attention to the way that you talk to yourself. And also limit the images that you're seeing throughout the day. If you're following certain people on social media, that trigger you, why are you following them? Regardless if you like their style or whatever, but if they're talking about weight or they're talking about food or they're talking about something that just makes you go crazy or like, again, it's a trigger, then you should definitely unfollow those people on all social platforms. They're not doing anything for you, but adding more fuel to the fire and It's best to kind of like cut them off now so that you can start having that positive mindset without having someone else come into play and really messing that up for you. So those are my tools and tips on how you can change your mindset on really on liking and even loving your own mom bod. Thank you so much for listening for today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It's a little different and you get to hear a little bit more of me personally on my own journey as weight. Um, So I hope we can connect more on that aspect. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you guys at the next episode. You've been listening to the Butterflies Cocoon podcast. Don't forget to hit our subscribe button so you don't miss on our next episode and become part of our butterfly family to receive freebies and more to help further embrace shedding your cocoon. Thank you so much for joining me and have a beautiful day.